Yo, yo, it's your man, Jam C. What up? It's your girl, Shy Money. It's your boy, Lou Bim. And we going vocal, y'all. Vocal people. We here, going. we present. That's what yeah. we do. Happy Valentine's Day to all those who celebrated. Yeah, yeah. Happy Valentine's Day for all those lovers for the, this week was Valentine's Day the week. But I think Valentine's Day is bigger than just if you have a partner. I think it's for anybody that you love. So sending out a Galentine's love to all my sister friends. I love you. Happy Galentine's Day. Mm-hmm. Well, do, guys, do guys have a, a male version of Galentine's Day? Do you have a guy in Times Day? Yeah, my Valentine was me, Jam C. <laughs> Jam C didn't want to get that hugs and kisses bracelet. <laughs> <laughs> and look, and look, we and we can't be we can't be false too, because you know the side pieces they Valentine's Day is the fifteenth, so we got to get them some love too. <laughs> Shout out to all the side pieces out there. Side pieces matter. Side pieces matter. <laughs> and the side pieces you tend to get more because all that should be on sale the day after. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Sixty percent off. You can get two hugs and kisses, braces, dude. Right, right, right. But before we get into what we today's topic, right? I just wanted to share something with you guys, and I told you guys that I had something that I wanted to tell you guys. So let me just let me set it up, and I wanted to start by saying that I've never been. I've been out of my life. I've been somewhat hard headed, right? Always had you gotta pro- be kidding me. No, no. I always had a, a blatant disrespect for authority, right? Maybe that's why. I, maybe <laughs> that's why I got honesty, right? Maybe that's why I got into so much stuff that I got into. But I say that to say this, leading up to what I was saying. So I'm at work. I'm on my plantation. I'm doing what I need to do. I I take an inbound call, right? So it's a customer. And um, he says, uh, where are you guys located? And I give him the city and state. And he says, well, do you guys have an office in uh, India? I say, yes, we have an office in Mumbai, India as well. He says, okay, great. He said, this is what I want you to do. I said, what do you want me to do? He said, yeah, this is what I want you to do. He says, he says, when you hang up this phone, I want you to go to your car. Get in your car, call your manager, and tell your manager that they're in danger, right? Mm. What? Yes. He said, tell them they're in danger. He said, get up from your desk. Don't say nothing to nobody. And tell your manager, and call your manager once you get to the car and tell them they're in danger. I said, okay. Normally, I'm hard-headed, right? I'd have ran around. Normally, I would have been like, you know, tell me what to do, whatever, whatever. But I listened this time, right? I grabbed my coat, I got my hat, and I left. I left the office, right? Oh, damn, yeah. <laughs> I'm out. I'm, I'm out, right? So I'm at the elevator. I'm calling my manager on my cell at the elevator. He like, yo, I'm on a, I'm on a, this meeting about the end. Let me call you in like 90 seconds. All right, you can play with it if you want to. At this point, I'm in the park lot. I'm making my way. I'm getting out of here, right? Yeah, because I'm I'm following instructions. So the manager calls me. And he calls me back. You know, myself was hey, what's going on? I explained to him exactly what I just explained to y'all. What happened? The guy says, "Get out the building. You're in danger." So my manager goes, "This is the director." He's like, "Oh well, 
Well, all the doors is locked. Can't nobody really get in it unless somebody let them in, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm like, yo, bro, you taking this awfully lightly considering you you in Charlotte, North Carolina. You ain't in New Jersey with me. You in Charlotte. So he exactly. Said, no, no. He said, no, 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 I'm, I'm not taking it light like that. I'm not taking it light like that. I'm just saying, you know. So what is it, so what is it that you want to do? I said, be honest with you, it got me a little shook. Right, so I says, um, I said, I don't know. I might just. I'm thinking about just just going home like that. So he was like, Well, it's up to you. Whatever you want to do, you could go home. So then I I thought about it. Right, I said, I I got approved for overtime this week. Right, he was like, Yeah. I was like, All right. And the doors do lock. You were right with that point. So I'm gonna go back upstairs and I'm gonna just chill. I'm gonna just finish my day out. Hopefully, it was just a prank call or whatever. Whatever. Which it really, it wasn't a prank call, but it was just somebody just kind of like blowing off steam. You know what I'm saying? But, so I know you probably thinking like, well, damn, Lou, you ain't telling none of your coworkers. Nigga, when I got to the, when I got to the parking lot, I said, man, them niggas better be right with Jesus. That's all I know, because I'm out of this motherfucker. <laughs> I'm out of this motherfucker. Wow. I am out of here. And then I, and then I thought about it, so I was like, well, damn, imagine if I go over here and tell somebody, this nigga might be a DC sniper. He might catch me through the window and pick me off. Nah, let me just get on out of here and tell him what's going on. So, wow. So I like to say that I followed instructions. I wasn't hard headed that motherfucking day. I got the fuck up and got out of there and was heading home. You thought about that? Sound like some Neo at Matrix when he got that phone call? They was like, "Yo, your life is in danger. Get out mm-hmm. of there." Mm-hmm. And then I also thought about too. You know, when you get on the flight. They say put the mask on yourself first. You know, I had to get out the building first. Yeah. Then, so did you pass security and didn't tell security? There's no security in our building. Okay, you should. Okay, we're gonna edit that part out. Okay, great. Yeah. Wow. Well, that's fine. It's fine. It's, it's, you know, but what I did do, well, my manager did say, well, you know, email, send an email out to everybody. So I got VP. I got everybody on my jack after this. You know what I'm saying? They're like, yo, what's going on? Pa, 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 uh, uh. What are they going to do? Are they not going to report it to the police? They're no, they did. To... They did. They told the police. They told the police. Oh, they, okay. they, called, they, they called the police right on the spot. But So when I told the vice president, because he, he hit me as soon as the email went out, he called me. Bam. What's going on? Explain to me what happened. Bam. I told him. So he's like, well, damn, I don't even know what to do. I said, well, shit. You up in management. You don't know what to do? He said, let me get HR on the line. Got yeah. HR on the line. Yeah, HR, security first of all, too. Oh, got, well. H, got HR on the line. HR was like, "Well, I don't." She said, "I told her what happened." She said, "What the fuck?" She said, "Just like that." What the fuck? She just lost that shit. Like, what the fuck? Like, I ain't never known nothing to happen like this. So I really don't know what to do. So let me call somebody. So I not while she said let her call, let her call somebody. I'm like, well, let me get to the well. Uh, security was already notified on the initial email that I sent out. So security reaching back out to me, blah, 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 blah. Like, send me their number, send me their address, send me where they live at, blah, 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 right? So then once I once we got off the phone with HR and VP, then security got, security called me and was like, yo, um, well, it wasn't really no imminent danger. He didn't say keywords like bomb or shooting up the place, blah, blah, blah. He said, where did the guy live, live at? I said, he live in New York. He's like, well, you're not really in. I said, New York is right here. What do you mean? I'm not in too much danger. Like, like yo, you bugging right now. But nonetheless. What could have got somebody that upset 
to make that kind of open threat. I mean, and I get it. I recognize that your job is confidential, so I'm definitely not asking you to share anything. But I mean, it was a, somebody called the wrong number. Like they was calling. Somebody was calling his number looking for someone else, and he got upset because they're dialing the wrong number. So he did that, and he did that in return. That was his retaliation to just say, basically, y'all gonna keep calling my house. I'm gonna just kill all you motherfuckers. Wow, I mean that that's a sickness. That's somebody that has mental health issues. Wow, Definitely. Definitely. Or just a straight jackass. Well, we are glad that you are okay as well as your coworkers. But that's a scary situation. No, no joke. All jokes aside, that's mm-hmm. a scary situation. Really, really scary. I- as you can see, as you can see, I was gonna be all right because I was out the building and down the street. I was safe. Looks very much like nine eleven. I, I think after that, people have to really start taking these things seriously because you rather safe than sorry. Absolutely, um, I agree. Yeah, so we are glad that you, for once, uh, respected a—not uh, necessarily an authority, but followed some guidance. Yes. Um, you, just, you just never know these days with people. You never know these. Sometimes you think it's an empty threat. You just don't know what's going on. So I'm nah. glad that you, you know, got the hot foot and got up out of there, and that everybody else is safe. That, that's crazy. Wow. Now you do know that you could call, you know, say mental anguish and get two more days off. But I ain't trying to put it out there in the universe. But I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm you don't really want to rock with that overtime, but you know, you got no, to battery in your back. As you can see, I went right back upstairs to continue my overtime. That's crazy. I mean, you know, that is it's this is a, a a lame segue, but I guess you could say they canceled the, the evacuation, which is <laughs> alongside right, the, right. the topic where we going into this, this cancel culture. Oh God, cancel culture, overrated, abused. A terrible, terrible. Not a fan. Not a fan. What you think, Lil? I think it, like you just said, overrated. Uh, I, I do think that um, society has become so, so sensitive, so sensitive to every little thing. Uh, but I do think that in some cases, you know, it is needed. Like you know, just where's those like, all right? So you're not just gonna get this off and think it's gonna be okay for you to run around and say this and. And it's put, and no repercussions are gonna gonna happen. So I, I I do get it in that respect, but then some things are just taken and blown way too out of proportion. I feel like it's one of those tools that we have to use sparingly, and we have to use mm-hmm. better judgment. And right mm-hmm. now, I feel like it's a free for all that we have demonstrated that that cancer culture is very effective, right? In some cases. And so now people have taken something that could be very useful and they have weaponized it. And so now we throw it around so freely, I feel like it's, it's useless now. People just throw it around. You know how like when people so aimlessly say, oh, I love you, I love you, I love you, but it doesn't have any substance to it. That's Mm -hmm. how I feel about the cancel culture. Mm Because to your point, the least little thing you say, because I know me, you, and GMC, we have a, a great exchange, and we have a lot of banter, mm-hmm. right? And we've established that rapport amongst one another, so we can do some, you know, you can talk about my wig, Jam can talk about my wig and all my hairstyles, and 
we talk about how, you know, we, we wear this and this, and that's okay. But like now people are so super sensitive. They have this heightened sense of awareness. You could be really not being malicious at all and someone just be having a bad day and now they label you as X, Y, and Z. And now your whole reputation is ruined, right? Mm-hmm. Your whole reputation mm-hmm. is ruined because somebody's just feeling and they feelings that one day. And that's where I think that it's used irresponsibly. I agree. I think I think it's like you even like look at comedians. We use them for an example. A lot of comedians have been stripped of things that they talk about. Like your stand up now has to be pretty much about yourself because you can't. You, God forbid you talk about anybody now. They canceling your shows. And I, I just think people are too sensitive. Like comedians have been joking about these topics for this been since the beginning of time. And it's never really been an issue to now. Once it was like that became a movement, now it was like, you can't say this. You can go on stage, you can say this, but you can't say that. You can touch this, but you can't go past that line. Otherwise, we got to cut you. So essentially, it's like a form of censorship, right? Oh, definitely. Um, And it's so ironic that we use it so freely here in the U.S. because some of our fundamental rights are free speech, but yet we're going to censor people because we don't like the way you said something, right? So I I feel that it's very ironic. And when you talk about comedians, Jim, it's like comedians have always used their talents and their gifts as a way to bring entertainment, but they've also done it on a social scale where they've been bringing light to certain situations. Mm -hmm. I've seen comedians talk about handicapped people, and there'd be handicapped people in the audience who are falling off the seat laughing, right? But they've done it in a respectful way that they're bringing light to certain situations or how you can, you know, everybody can coexist, how we all have differences. They've talked about sex. They've always talked about race. They always talk about politics. I ain't going to say go talk about Mike Tyson because I heard he was in the audience one time and he was getting joked on and he ain't like it. He went up on the stage. So leave Mike Tyson ass alone. Don't nobody say nothing about Mike Tyson. But like they, it's been a mechanism for shedding lights on things that affect all kind of communities, you know? And so now you have to be censored and you got to be operating from a place of fear. That's not effective. That no, is not. not effective nor sustainable. No, it's not. Now, and then too, when when the cancel culture, when you, once you get that stamp or once they jump on you, they go. They, that affects your livelihood in so many ways because now you got all these sponsorships and sponsors and however you you know get your money, they're automatically saying, "No, we don't want to be associated with anything like that." You know, I don't want people. I don't want the negative kickback to fall back on us. You know, so the best thing for us to do is just to to debt it and be done with it. You yeah, understand yeah. what I'm saying? They immediately break ties and distance themselves for you because they don't want to have to do damage control and exactly. manage the backlash and they don't want to be, to your point, Lou, attached to their brand. So they immediately... So you're not even... In many cases, people are not even given the opportunity to explain the intent, especially if it wasn't malicious, you're immediately canceled. And to Lou, to your point... Now your livelihood is being subjected to a hell of a decrease. Your brand mm-hmm. is being impacted and labeled. And they don't, people don't even care about how that's going to personally I- impact you, especially if it wasn't malicious. I think that's very unfair. I think that's unfair. Right. 
I agree. I think that in looking at some of these people that have that just recently uh, been ca- been part of the cancer culture, uh, you look at someone like Ellen DeGeneres. Uh, I don't want to say her name wrong, but Ellen, Ellen, the Ellen Show. Yeah, she was yeah. cancel culture. Uh, Sharon Osbourne, another one, uh, 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 culture canceled or whatever, uh, cancel culture, whatever it is. But she was canceled as well. Um, from the talk, the uh, what is it called the talk that show the talk for yeah, getting yeah. into back and forth with uh, Cheryl Underwood, um, and then they said you know Offset she was using racist slurs and so forth and so on. Uh, uh, Jay, what's her name? J.K. Rowland, uh, oh, the lady, yeah. who, the lady who wrote uh, uh, the Harry Potter the Harry Potter series. She was another one who was. Um, Talked about uh transpho- she being she was being transphobic or something like that uh, along Chrissy those lines. Teigen, Chrissy Teigen, John John, yeah, John Legend's wife. Yeah, she, she, yeah. she got smoke put on her ass too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We all heard a lot of us heard about the baby. Mm-hmm. And you know, segue to Dave Chappelle. He caught a lot of flack. He and, did. You know, I give Dave Chappelle a lot of credit because he didn't back down. A lot of people would have buckled under that pressure. I'm very surprised that Ellen DeGeneres buckled, right? Because yeah. he's got a very strong following. Mm-hmm. And when we was coming up with this topic, one of the things that I thought is they tried to pull that shit with somebody that I really like. And good, bad, or indifferent, you can say what you want about the person, and I can tell you why I like why I like him. It's Snoop Dogg, right? Mm-hmm. Snoop has been the same since the day he came on the scene. Right. It never changed. He has never changed. You may not like his tactics. You may not like his music, the way his hair is braided, um, whatever, right? He has always remained the same. And Snoop, you know, I'll paraphrase it. He says he thinks certain people can't be, um, can't be canceled. I agree. And I agree. Mm. And he justified that saying, he justified that statement by saying, whoever's trying to cancel you, if they don't have more people behind them than your core supporters, they can't cancel you because your core supporters are going to rally around you and stomp and extinguish whatever they're trying to do. Mm-hmm. And so uh, there were some commentators and reporters who were saying, give us a list of stars who you think cannot be canceled. And so I started thinking about that. And I said, I can tell you one right now. I know they can't try it with Beyonce. They can't try it with her. Absolutely. I agree. That beehive is no fucking joke, okay? I'm low-key closet part of the beehive, but not a crazy <laughs> fanatic. I'm down with Renation, the na- Renavy, right? Mm-hmm. I ride for Rihanna. But that beehive, they will, they will off you. They will find your children's school. They Mm -hmm. go to great lengths. I'm not saying that they are all honorable, but they don't play. So I'm going to turn the tables on you guys. If you could think of, you know, any sort of celebrity or a person, politician, who you think is above being canceled, despite what they might say or do, who who comes to mind? You know, as weird as it may say, as it may seem, and I know this sounds crazy. I don't like this individual, but they still have a movement. Trump. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Donald Trump. I think that's fair. I think yeah, that's fair. He's got a very strong following. 
the fact that he made it to be president yeah. says speaks and just volumes. doing all the antics that he did. Remember, he said, "What would he say?" Um, hit him in the pussy. Hit him in the pussy. <laughs> Grab him in the pussy. pussy yeah, like mm-hmm. no, and he still and he, and he still became president. <laughs> Grab him in the pussy. Yeah, yeah. He, he we need to put that on some. Bu- that's coming out. That's on a the bumper next, sticker. Yeah, but that's coming out on the next going vocal batch of swag. So for all of you who send us your emails and send us all that great feedback, that's what you're gonna get on the next going vocals uh, t-shirt. T-shirts gonna have going vocal in the front and grab by the pussy, pussy in, in the back. back. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Make America great again. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> so, Lou, who do you think is above being canceled? I was the first thing that came to mind would would have been I, I thought of Jay Z, right? But Jay Z don't put himself in those kind of predicaments. Right, but right. I I do think though, like even with the whole thing, remember the the elevator incident with Solange? Yeah, right. He he. It, it, he took a little hit, but it wasn't nothing to, to, to wipe him out. You understand? Because nobody knew what was going on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, it wasn't until, a, you know, some years later when Beyonce came out with Lemonade or when Jay-Z came out with his album and he was explaining exactly what it was and what that was about or whatever the case may be. But um, that's the first one came to my mind. I guess I'm a little stumped. Uh, I just I would have to think about it a little bit more to kind of see like um, who can be canceled and one of the culture cancels and I think it would definitely nah I was about to say it would definitely be race driven but that wouldn't be right because that Beyonce she she's African American and her behind I think it's greater than your race can I can exactly. I throw can I throw one more out there let me you guys let me know what you think. Mm-hmm. This is somebody who's been in, on drugs, right? Been in all kind of alcohol, rehab. They attempted to cancel him even before cancel culture was a thing, right? Before we even mm-hmm. branded that. Good old Iron Man, Robert Downey Jr. Oh, yes. He's a fuck. Yes. He's a fuck. Yes. drunk, drug yes. getting yes. arrested, pissing in cop cars. I mean, he's like the white Bobby Brown. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Look at him, and they bring his ass to Iron Man to that multi-hundred billion dollars franchise, and he's Iron Man, and we got our kids watching it. We buying all kind of costumes, the DVDs. We're taking kids to the movie. He's on Happy Meals. Robert Downey Jr. They have tried yeah. to extinguish his flame, but he is—he rises from the ashes every time. That's every the that's time. like the greatest comeback story in Hollywood. But more, but every time he yeah. like sinks so low, and then he rises right back. So I don't know who his agent is or his people, but he got the right people behind him. They they make him they they make him come back. And I think Antonio back. Brown needs to find his agents. <laughs> wow. But the thing about uh, um, Iron Man uh, is that. Normally, when cancel culture, you're you're saying something or doing something towards another people, another race, or another people, another you know whatever, and you're offending them. So he his all his stuff come, to me seems like it's more self inflicted. 
<laughs> yeah. But no, not, sometimes people get canceled for a lot of different things, and it's not just race related. You know, unfortunately, I'm going to be very transparent, and I know we're probably going to have some listeners that may not agree with it, and I definitely am not trying to offend anyone, but I think the... <clears throat> LGBTQ and I'm, I know I'm probably dropping off some acronyms and that's just my, me being ignorant and not being able to retain all of them but I think sometimes they are quick to cancel people right um, and, and I think um, and, and listen I have no idea what it's like to walk in that shoes right mm-hmm. um, and, and I think in some cases they have used it appropriately but I think that they are one of the groups, in my humble opinion, my opinion of one that doesn't matter any, to anybody except for me. Um, I think that in some cases, some, again, I want to be very clear. I feel like in some cases they have used that irresponsibly and they have been too quick to unleash the masses to cancel somebody, right? I think without knowing the person's um, motivation, because I look at the Dave Chappelle situation his motivation was to bring about understanding that we're different, but we're the same. And I got that message. He wasn't offending a group of people. He kept it about, he educated you more than he offended. It's a lot like what we deal with as black people in America. He just put the lens on transgender and how it differs between us and them. But you see when he used, what was it, Daphne? Yeah, he used that as example. Then he showed how when they got to understand each other, they were able to sit and laugh and find a common ground. ground. Exactly, mm-hmm. and I think mm-hmm. that that's what we have to do. Just you know, that's what comedy is supposed to be. You know, Bring comedy people together. exactly in one room, and we all laugh at each other's. For I think it's what we do now when we behind closed doors with our friends. We were in the hood. We call it hiking. We used to hike mm-hmm. on each other all day. Still do. Yeah, and, and but there do. was still love. At the end of the day, we still loved each other for it. I just think that some of these social and political groups, before we automatically cancel somebody, maybe one approach, one approach. Now, if it's somebody who's just blatant, I understand it and I support it. But maybe use, before canceling somebody, use that as an, especially if the person has a platform, maybe use that as an opportunity to teach and coach, right? Mm-hmm. Reach out to the person to say, hey, you said or you did or you, whatever the case may be, address it and use that as a teachable and a coachable moment to help them mm-hmm. understand why that is offensive to people. I mean, I'm going to be honest, like if I was really into the cancel culture, I could cancel a lot of people because I walk into the world as a black woman every day and there are people who don't understand my existence, don't understand why I do what I do, why I hold my head. And they say and do things to me that I have to have a thick skin, right? And so I just take it and try to use that as a teachable and coachable moment, right? To help them understand why you're not supposed to come up to me and ask me how did my hair get this long and go about touching it, right? That's offensive mm. to me, right? Uh-huh. Um, asking me, you know, personal things about, wow, you must have a lot of money in the bank. You dress so nice. That's racist, right? Because I have nice, you look at me and I don't look like the person who should have these nice things, right? Because they're better than what you have. You automatically assume, wow, that's an oddity. So rather than trying to cancel people, I try to use it. I mean, I had a, a director. He wasn't my direct boss, but he was a boss, right? And I had a Louis Vuitton bag and he was like, wow, we must be paying you too much money. How can you afford to do things like that? 
my wife wow. just got one of those and I paid for it for her. How do you have that? Wow. wow. And see, he was oblivious um, that that was even something that was offensive to me. And yeah. I, I was upset about it, but I did get the courage to go back to him that same day and say, hey, I want to talk to you about something. And then he apologized, right? And I, I hope that, you know, going forward, he would be more mindful of, you know, communicating like that, especially to a black or brown person, especially to a woman that's in a, a, a the only minority in a very male driven um, industry. But I'm just I'm running all that to say, you know, just to go back to my original point, I just think sometimes before we start to cancel people, we can look for opportunities if there are some to make that a teachable and coachable moment. And if they have a platform. Let's use that to cascade that out to the masses. Another person that just recently was about to be trying to get canceled who maybe is not cancelable, Whoopi Goldberg. Oh yeah. Right? They she was on her heels. They was on her heels too. Yeah, yeah. They were. Let me tell you something. I think I said this on another show, and I don't mean it to be racist, so I pray it doesn't come out that way. You don't fuck around with no Jewish people. Let me say something. Wow. They strong and they are united. I'm, so I'm saying this out with the utmost respect and the utmost sincerity. You want that anti-defamation league on your ass? You better go find a hole of jumping. You, mm-hmm. you with that. Don't fuck with think, that. I also think the other community that you just named too, the LG, that community, I don't want to offend anyone by not pronouncing all the acronyms. They sever people heads. Oh yeah, they come for you. They come. They, they come with the. They, with, they, with they, separate, they don't play. No, they but sever no. your head. They sever your head. And and, and one of the things that um that I I know what well, I remember I'm a I'm an avid um, Grey's Anatomy watcher. So initially when Grey's Anatomy came on, Isaiah Washington, he was one of the characters on the show, yeah, and he it. said something offensive, offensive. Uh, like something a gay remark and boy he was gone for 25 years like just wiped off the he's, face of the not earth. only is he gone he's blacklisted in the fucking industry. industry done up straight done up so you i think that to your point and i have to second that i think that there is there should be a forum uh or a, it should be a conversation had before you take them to the woodshed and chop their head off because if I feel like if you update, uh, if you educate them and you know bring them to speed, then you wouldn't be offended because how could you how could you hold somebody accountable for something that they did not know? So maybe they didn't know that was offensive. So if you have this conversation with them, then it would be you know then if they did it again. Then they blatantly do it again. Now you take them to the woodshed and you you have have your way with them. You, you get what I'm saying? But yeah, it definitely has to be a conversation uh, before you you take them out to the woodshed and and, and do them dirty. But here's yeah. the thing. Here's the thing. Why? Where was the cancel culture when Breonna Taylor got murdered by the police? Why are the police exempt from the cancel culture? How could you cancel the police? You defund them. You there's ways to that do doesn't it. Make sense. Listen, listen, listen. We find ways to do things. It's a voice. It's a voice. Really? It's a movement. You can so cancel you, anybody. How are you gonna defund the police? They protect 
and serve I the hear community. You, I hear you. And if I you, you stop paying the police, I'm going to tell you how. Let a gay person with money get murdered wrongful. Let a Jewish person get murdered by the police wrongful. You'll see how. Yes. You ha- so you probably won't see because they they they'll settle it behind doors because it's too much of a backlash. But the point that's the point I'm making. If anybody can be canceled, there's no there is it's, there's ways of going about doing those things. It's a movement. You, we see it. We see it displayed every day. Yeah, but it's I, a movement. But I think it's uh, not an easy movement, but it's doable. But I think that that's one of those things that we say. You got to be real responsible when you're trying to cancel people. So that's why mm-hmm. I got to be careful when you start saying mm-hmm. defund the police because mm-hmm. um, I want my home to be safe. I no, absolutely. I, so absolutely. I think you have to be careful with that. So that's what you have to use ir- irresponsibly, less uh, responsibly. Um, so listen, we want, we, we've shared our thoughts on how we think people can be and, and associations can be more responsible with cancel culture we definitely think there is some validity to it but we want to hear what you got to say jam c how, how can they tell us what they think well you can email us at goingvocal at gmail.com and if for those who cannot spell it's g-o-i-n-v-o-c-a-l at gmail.com what is this voice you use and what's this your girl six phone sex and not, not only not only yeah. that because- be careful before you get canceled. Talk about for those who cannot spell. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. The, the cancel culture. Yeah, we, we just blowing up. We're yeah, trying yeah. To ruin the podcast. Be Yo, careful. This dude must be moonlighting as a phone operator. Where was this place, bro? His eyebrows went up. I'm not comfortable. Wanna... Pineapples, tomatoes, tomatoes, tomatoes. One, 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 one more point to to this whole cancel culture and and how it lives and breathes. And how da- how it could be so deadly and dangerous is social media. Social media oh, for sure. is, is 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 the driving force behind this cancel. Uh, this, oh yeah, uh, canceling people because people get on the social media and it's a gift and a curse. And I think that you know it's a gift if you're trying to you know grow a business, but it's a curse when it's used in the wrong way to defamate someone's character. Well, you definitely you definitely have to watch how you say things. I think. You know, respectfully, we have to respect each other just just as human beings. Um, things like things like kind words go a long way. Don't always push the agenda to to insult. And mm-hmm. I know some people don't mean to, but it's how it's use choose your words wisely. And we but we definitely need to communicate more. All communities, all walks of life, all backgrounds. We need to, you know, I think we need to even out level out the playing field because I think too too much of the wrong things get canceled and it's and it's all because of misunderstandings. Yeah, but Lou, to your point, I think you raise an excellent point about social media. Um, because sometimes it doesn't even have to be valid, right? It mm-hmm. can be true. And if somebody puts that on social media, it immediately starts picking up um steam. Mm-hmm. And it snowballs, right? So now something that you posted and you think you're trying to get clout for, right? You're now putting that shit out there for everybody to see. And people don't think, they don't read, they don't do their own research. Now they repost it. So that thing takes on a life of its own and it just explodes. Agreed. You think Takashi 6 9 you think he bounced back? 
Yeah. 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 I would. I'd say. I think so too. Yeah. 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 Definitely. He's kind of fading out now, but when he first came on, he definitely had the buzz and it was behind him. Yeah. I mean, he's still buzzing somewhere. It's just a big world. Mm -hmm. Though it Mm -hmm. may not be here. He's Mm -hmm. international. He's his star. Mm -hmm. People, y'all have heard from us. We want to hear from you. Don't forget, hit us up, send us your feedback. But we are now moving into my very part of the show. Get your shit together. You gotta get your shit together. You gotta get your shit together. You gotta get it, get it, get it, get your shit together. And for those who don't know, if you just crawled up from under a rock, you don't know what get your shit together is. It's a segment where we tell somebody, whether a loved one, friend, stranger, um, somebody that needs to get their shit together. I think sometimes you listening within the sound of my voice, when this podcast ends, you go tell your uncle, Bessie, she can't make that potato salad no more. She needs to get her <laughs> shit together. You mm. will be slapped if you do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so listen, I'm sitting here with a notebook in front of me. I have several stickies <laughs> with so much to choose from because you people are so entertaining and you just give me so much fuel and ammunition. But I would ask the gentleman if I could please start today. Go for it. You got it. Lou, are you in agreement with that? Yes, by all means. That'll give you guys some time to think about yours. Okay. This is going to be long. Okay. Right now. Mm. To someone who I just really don't like and that continues to put their feet or foot or foots or feetses <laughs> um, in their mouth continuously. I believe that's this gentleman that's his part-time job is to look like an asshole. Mm. Senator Ted Cruz. Wow. You need to get your shit together. You continue to make statements about the upcoming Supreme Court nominations and why it has to be a black woman and how black women are a small portion of the population, you continue to try to persuade people that this should not happen. You just continue to just look bad. If you live in that state and you are voting for this gentleman, you are setting your state back so many years by continuing to let this man have any say-so over the state of Texas. And I have family members that I love that live there. And I know I talked about Ted Cruz a few episodes ago, but he continues to say stupid and goofy shit. Talking about black women, you know, you're the same guy that went on vacation in the middle of a damn pandemic. Like you supported the insurrection on the Capitol, the one you claim to love so much. Senator Ted Cruz, please get your shit together. Stop going on talk shows. Stop making the rounds in media. Have someone write your, your, your pieces for you so that they can screen them and synthesize all the bigoted, ignorant shit you say that is offensive to most people, um, myself included. So please, sir, and I use that term lightly, sir, I'm hoping you have some humanity and decency left in that little small body of yours. Please get your shit together. Get your shit together. I yield shit. over to the gentleman in the room. Listen, my get your shit together is going out to the UK tabloids. Oh, sure. Careful, um, you know, I love my Brits. Don't yeah, I, I love my Brits, crazy. too. Shout out to all my people in London. Um, they, they, you know, they, they, they 
they're trying to they were trying to um put the cancel culture on Adele. And I know you love Adele so oh, much. No. Yeah, they, she was to perform at the Brits Awards and she made a statement. Now, here's the kicker. She said uh, she said in public, I love being a woman. Okay. So Apparently they tried to take it like she was taking shots at transgender. Oh God! They, which they I think, which, yeah, yeah. I mean, she it. is a woman. I mean, like, how many of us when we say we we just say we like, yo, I'm I'm so glad I'm a man. I love being a man. When something happens to a female, or I just love being a man. I mean, I I love that. That's no shot at somebody who's not a man. That's just clearly stating she loves who she is. What's but that just that goes back to what we say, you know, when they take things too far. So I just say with any media listening within the sound of our voice, get your shit together. Get your shit together. Yo, and leave Adele alone. Leave Adele alone. Like y'all mm-hmm. in that fight. I might have to get in that fight. I, I, don't mess with my Brits. I love me from Adele. Don't do that. But come on, Lou. Who, who needs to get that shit together? Come on. Come. I'm gonna keep it across the pond as well. So you coming for my friends too? Uh, we have a French man, a French man by the name of Sylvain Helene, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. He covered his face with tattoos and turned his eyes black, right? What? And he said it cost him his kindergarten teacher's job. What did you? Oh, really? What oh, did you? How did you think you was gonna teach some kid with your face covered with tattoos and then you? You 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 painted your eyes instead of the white. It's black. What kid is going to sit in front of you and learn anything because they're so busy crying and scared? Okay, what? Wow. So is he trying to sue? What is he wants his job back? He wants reparations. What's his situation? He probably want to cancel school culture. Who knows what he's looking for? <laughs> Who knows what he's looking for? But wow. he needs to get his shit together. Get Just your shit together. Get shit you ain't together. teaching our kids. Get Jeez, out of here. Jeez. And it was it was one of the parents that was like, yo, yo, what is he doing? Like my kid come home crying and all this, thinking, no, he gotta go. He gotta get he out. Gotta go. He gotta go. Yeah, he got to get out. He got to be removed. Well, okay. listen. Get your shit together, bro. Listen. To everybody within the sound of our voice, we are the Pod Squad, and we are going vocal. I'm your man, Jam C. It's your girl, Sean Money. It's your boy, Lou Bell. I want to give a shout-out to Odell Beckham for getting his first ring. Yeah! Shout-out to Odell and family. OBJ, even though you're not with the Big Blue no more, I still got love for you. I think you're super talented. Shout-out to my nephew, Tashi, who is the only Rams fan that I have ever really known in my life. So I'm super excited. He was always a Rams fan. And so, shout out to those other teams. Not to cut you off, Sean. No. Shout out to the other teams who sat on the couch with me. And we watched the other two teams play. <laughs> that's 30 other, that's 32 other, what's that? 30 other teams or 32 other teams? 30 other teams. Oh, yeah. We had to couch it. But that's all good. But, yo, with that being said, people, we out. Take care. Yeah. Peace. Tune in to the Pod Squad.